Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 472. Hoping you guys are doing swell up here. <clears throat> it's pretty late Friday night. Dropped the kitties off at their mama's, came back. Had a lot of work to do today, a lot of paperwork I have to take care of. Shit that I really don't like doing, but I have to do it. Um, and um, so, all right, just to give you a little uh, brief on how this works out. When we do a show, let's say, think of me as, a, as an agent, right? <coughs> so it's not just one group. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I stepped on the burning leaves out. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, think of me as an agent, right? We, you see a, a concert of, let's say, 12 acts, 10 acts, 9 acts, whatever. There's a lot of times it's not just, I didn't just book the cover girls. A lot of times, if you see Lil Susie there, you know for sure I booked Lil Susie, I booked the cover girls. And then there's other times that you'll see other acts that I booked. I'll book Cynthia, I'll book Johnny, I'll book uh, Stevie B, I'll book Lisa, I'll, Lisa, Lisa, I'll book. There's a lot of acts I'm on booking agent that is not a freestyle artist in this genre that I have not yet worked with. Everybody, I've worked with everybody, everybody knows me, I know them. So, the process of booking is, and the money's good, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining, but um, it could get a little stressful because I'm in the middle. So when you're in the middle, when I'm just working for the cover girls, it's a little easier because I make all the decisions, they don't have to do anything. So I can, I don't have to keep going back and forth, back and forth and trying to get approval of this and approval of that. Is this good? Can we do this? Is this price good? Can we do... I don't have to do that with the cover girls. I, I, I set those prices. I set the fees. I know who's traveling. I know from where. I know what's acceptable and what isn't. But when I'm dealing with some of the other acts, um, I have to go back and forth. And if I'm dealing with their manager, okay, is a, the time to wait is a little bit more because sometimes they have to reach out. Unless they've been working with their artists for a while, then they can make all the decisions. Usually they know, they know the deal. They know what they like, what they want, and so on. But when it's... A new manager or maybe a sub-agent, maybe someone called me um, to book. So as an agent on an agent, uh, um, what happens is uh, the process could take a while. Now, normally when we, do a f- when we do a show, okay, the promoter pays the fee, right? So let's throw, um, let's throw a crazy number up in the air because I don't want to reveal anybody's number. So let's say a freestyle artist, this is hypothetical. Okay? Not saying that this, this price does not exist. The price exists. Um, but, they, but the price, we could get artists that are a lot lower than this price and artists that are higher than this price. Okay, And if you're a freestyle fan, you could probably guess more or less who gets what or more or less in that range. Or even if you don't know the exact numbers, you could look at one artist and say, I'm sure that this one makes a little bit more than that one. And I'm sure that that one makes a little bit more than this one. So you can make that up. You can figure that out. So, but I don't want to reveal nobody's numbers because it's not cool. 
Anyway, so let's say we have, uh, you know, uh, freestyle artist A is getting, let's say, we'll say 10 grand. They're getting 10 grand for a show. All right? Now, that's their fee. That fee, supposedly, usually, usually with freestyle, does not include flights. It doesn't include hotels. It doesn't include ground transportation. It doesn't include whatever gear is needed for the performance. The promoter, that's considered expenses. The promoter is responsible for that. Now, the promoter is also known also as uh, the purchaser or the buyer. Okay? So, this is the same thing. So, purchaser, buyer, promoter, pretty much the same thing. The reason why there are different uh, titles is because sometimes the promoter is not the purchaser. Sometimes the purchaser is the money person and he works with a promoter. So, he funds it, right? And then the promoter is the one that does the work. And then you have a buyer. A lot of times a buyer is a talent buyer and they work sometimes for a promoter so <clears throat> so they work actually like a, an agent they get a commission so they'll book an act and they'll make the commission from the act but if a talent buyer contacts me and i'm a booking agent because <clears throat> i'm a talent buyer too but i'm considered a booking agent because i work from the other side out though i represent a lot of promoters um i'm the one that basically has the inventory of the artists and I solicit this inventory to the many promoters around the country that I know are doing shows. I tell them that I have these acts available, okay? In hopes that they book them through me because that's how I get paid. Now, unfortunately, because of Facebook, social media, a lot of times these promoters can go direct and I'm basically out of the picture. So, and we spoke about that before. So this is why it's important to have good relationships with artists, you know? So that way, when you do pitch it, they don't go around you and they, they work with you. So, and that's normally the case. We, we got a few assholes, trust me, uh, but most of them are okay, you know? Um, so anyway, so if a buyer, if a talent buyer contacts me um, as an agent, now I still have to get my, my commission. Now I charge 10% on my booking fees. So if it's a $10,000 act, I made a grand. If I, 3,000, I made 300. Um, so that's why when I do the big concerts, it's nice. A lot of times I'll walk away pretty much with more money in my pocket than some of the artists, than probably most of the artists. The only ones that might beat me are some of the headliners, you know, a couple of the headliners. But, um, so the money could be pretty significant um, and the artists pay me, you know. Now, there's other agents that charge 15 and even 20%. To me, that's ludicrous. And any promote, any artist who's, paying that money they don't know what they're doing they that money should not they should not be paying that money so anyway but um because nowadays the power is with the artists they just need a contact person that's it so all the agent is about at this point it's contact person now <coughs> you know um so going out there but you know Sometimes if you have an agent and the, and the artist is, is really, really at their mercy, then, yeah, they're going to have to pay that money. You know, I wouldn't do that to anybody, but, you know, to each his own. If the artists are willing to pay, then I'm not hating on anybody. It's just, it's just I don't know, it's kind of like out there, in my opinion, you know. Um, but anyway, so let's say 
um, a talent buyer wants to buy and act from me. Now, I still gotta get my commission. I'm not splitting my commission. So what happens is the, the promoter has to add on top. So for instance, and if they make 10%, they're gonna have to add on top. So if I'm charging $7,500 for an artist, the other talent buyer will have to sell that artist to the promoter for $82.50, okay? Because the artist will pay me my 10%, but they're not gonna pay a separate agent. So that second agent has to put add their money on top. That's how that works, you know? Now, a lot of times, like I mentioned, it's the fee. So let's say 10 grand plus the expenses, flights, hotels, ground transportation. Sometimes they have a rider that requires equipment, <coughs> certain equipment that needs to be purchased on the outside, um, or at the very least, you know, microphones, DJ setup, which that usually comes with the gig. Um, sometimes also there's a rider that includes like food, dinner, backstage shit, you know, X amount of tickets. But um, anyway, so then we have the situation where we get what they call all-in buyouts. What they want to do is a promoter doesn't want to mess with flights, doesn't want to mess with hotels. What they want to do is they want to pay you your 10 grand, okay? They want to pay you your $10, yeah, I mean $10, your $10,000, and, but they also want you, they'll pay you more, so that way you cover the flights and the hotels yourself, and they don't have to worry about it. You just show up to the show, do the show and leave. The rest is on you. And a lot of times they'll pay a little extra for the inconvenience. So you might say, okay, well, flights, it's gonna be two people, so if it's an act, let's say, one act, and they bring a road manager, that's two flights. We can estimate the flights at about $500 per person, depending on to and from where, you know? <coughs> and then, um, and then um, we have to think about hotels. So hotels could be an estimate of $150. So depending, again, where they say. So right there, that's another 300 bucks. So, you know, you're talking about a about another $1,300. So now that $10,000 act is gonna cost um, uh, $11,300. That's all in deal. Now it's up to the, to the artists to book their own flights, make sure they're on the flight, uh, book their own hotel, get themselves to the hotel, check in, and then get themselves, uh, and then usually the promoters will still handle the transportation from the hotel to the venue because they need to schedule that, that on their own. Unless you know you have a car and you're telling the promoter, listen, I'll get there myself, don't worry about what time you want me. They'll be more than happy to let you do that. That's not a problem. Uh, because then they'll have time to bring somebody else. You know? Uh, uh, sorry guys. <clears throat> um, so they do that. Then some promoters are like, listen, I got the hotel on the ground, but I want you just to cover the flights. So you have to go in and you have to handle that, you know? Then you have like one of the deals I'm working on right now. <coughs> They're gonna, they wanna cover the flights, but they'll, they want you to cover the hotel. And you know, a little less money you have to cover. Um, and they try to make it work with the numbers and we agree to it. We're like, okay, cool, let's do it, you know? And, uh, <coughs> and, we, um, and that's all covered and that's taken care of. You know, so, but anyway, uh, so that's the deal. That's pretty much um, 
how that works. Now, I'm right now, for three acts, have to do the all-ins. Not for the hotel, just the flights. <coughs> now, this is where it gets sticky, though. <clears throat> right now, we're, we're, I'm setting this one up for J- July 3rd, which is July 2nd, which is the Freestyle Fest in California, right? Now, that's in no, no cold local city, right? So, the thing is with that, the closest airline there is Ontario Airport, right? Which is kind of like an, it's not a major airport, and it's very hard to find flights that go direct. So it's a small airport. Not only that, we're talking about holiday weekend, very important holiday weekend in the summer, which you look at the, the prices, and just from one day to the next, they sometimes triple. So a flight that I can normally get for like 248, I'm noticing are now, you know, 698. That's what I'm looking at. So now I have to go through the, these uh, three artists. They have to look at the flights. They have to give me the prices. They round them off. They're not gonna do it by the penny. Um, and they round it off to the highest number because we don't know if it's gonna be delayed, if they're gonna delay the payment. And we're hoping that when they finally send the money that it could be covered, you know? <clears throat> if it can't, it's going to be a problem. So, this is where this is where we have to um, we have to uh, we have to work with this, you know. So this is what I'm doing now. I just sent that paperwork. Now I'm going to go to the office and finish knocking out the contracts. Make sure contracts. <coughs> <coughs> I swear, you guys would think I smoke. I do not smoke. <laughs> It's not like I'm smoking a joint out here. I don't smoke, so. But um, I guess they were burning leaves or whatever, um, or grass. I don't know what the hell they were doing wood, but you can smell it in the air. So, it smells good, but when you're out here too long, it starts to irritate you, you know. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, so that's what I'm working on now. So I just finished submitting all those numbers and. And then what I have to do is I have to tally up as the artists, because they have to send me a deposit, it goes to me. Um, so they have to, um, they have to send everything, they have to send everything to me, you know? So, but anyway. Uh, um, what else, what else? I'm trying to think what else we can, uh, uh, man, I'm just realizing too, man, I sent them up. A full amount. I'm gonna have to send in a. Ah, I just realized I screwed up somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, because what I did is I sent a full amount, but I need it. I need the deposits offset a bit, you know. So I guess I'll f- I'll figure that one out, you know. So I don't know if they want to send me. They might want to send me the full amount. Just let me cover the artist. I kind of hope not. I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to be responsible for somebody's somebody's pickup money. So we'll figure that one out. Anyway, um, but anyway, that's the deal. So, um, yeah, today, uh, computer work, working on, you know, I've been, uh, I've been uh, kind of messing around with this crypto currency. I've always fa- been fascinated by this stuff. And um, I finally started buying some stuff. I buy like some Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum, uh, Dog coin, what they call it, Dodge, Dodge, Dodge coin. So, um, which is really low. It was actually lower the other day. 
<coughs> should have bought it when I first saw it, but um, we'll see. It might it might spike up. It might spike, so we'll see where it's at. But um, put a couple hundred bucks in. Not not much. Just kind of kind of watch it. Right now, you know, things are still. We got to be careful where we send money. So investing, you have to be real careful at this point. Even though some numbers are are pretty low, you know. Um, like during the beginning of the pandemic, probably during that time would have been a good time to uh, to stack up on uh, on some investments like that. But uh, if you guys are not familiar with cryptocurrency, uh, I would highly suggest you look into it. Just go in there and just start playing around. You have to put no money. Just learn about it. Read whatever you can find and look at all. Yeah, it's it's. If you just want to buy, that's one thing. If you want to kind of really learn, see. I like to learn how it works, you know, so they have a thing called a blockchain, and it's, it is, it could be confusing, you know, like you, it's hard for you to kind of get the idea, but what happens is when you hear more and more people talk about it, there's always that one person that will kind of say something in a way that you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it, you know, but um, I've always been fascinated with that. Um, NFT, uh, NFTs too, um, non-fungible, uh, tokens, but, um, if you haven't done crypto, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend going to NFTs yet and kind of get a feel for what it is. But, uh, yeah, so there's a bunch of them. So I'm, yeah, I get, I, I, I get down on quite a few of those things and, uh, and they're pretty, they're pretty cool. I like them. Uh, they're fascinating. They, they just fascinate me guys. I, I talk about, you know, um, the internet, social media, and the digital space, and, and so much. I mean, I don't claim to be an expert. I do. I am way far from being an expert. The difference, though, is that I have a good understanding of it all. Like, I understand the language, you know? And, um, but I'm not a tech dude where I can sit there and really, really decipher a graph and say, all right, so this is the cycle. This is what it did. It did this, this, this on these dates, which means now it's going to do this, this drop there, and it's probably going to I don't have that. I would like to, but I don't think I would. Like, that would have to be in time because I'm still learning so much of the other things. But um, I love this. I love this. I love this. I think it's freaking incredible, and it's the way of the future. Like, guys, money, that money that you have in your hand, that dollar, that coin, that stuff's going to be done. It's going to be done, (laughs) you know, (coughs) so, so you have to, um, uh, and, and it's not like you have to learn this stuff. You're going to like you, you, like, I'm not saying, well, learn this stuff. There's going to come a time where you're going to have no choice. You're going to have to learn. And if you're my age fifties and we live to a full life, we're going to see it. You're going to see the change. You're going to see all of this and, and you're, we're going to be forced into doing, it's just like. When people got forced into using wireless telephones, they didn't make them with the wire. People got forced into using cell phones. You know how many people I knew? I'm not, I don't have a cell phone. I, I would never use a cell phone. And, and then after a while, they were forced to use it. Now it's like, who doesn't have a cell phone? You know? Like, it's everything. Your cell phone is like freaking magic. It's like, wow, what the hell do we... What the, I have an iPhone right here. What the hell do I have in my hand? I got a camera, video camera, calculator calendar freaking I got money in here transactions I could buy Bitcoin with that it's crazy it's crazy you know incredible you know so um but that's where the world is headed anybody who wants to you know 
turn their head on and say, oh, yeah, I'm not into that. That's not my thing. Well, go ahead. It's not your thing. But trust me, it's going to be your thing. And by the time it's your thing, you ain't going to know shit about it. You're going to be like, <laughs> your kids going to have to come. With, really? Your grandkids going to have to come and teach you. No, no, that's not how you do it. You do it like this. You know, when we first bought our phones, our Androids, when we first like, got to a smartphone, we handed Erica all our phones. <laughs> we let her set them up. Now, I'm very technical. I've, I could build computers. I, she doesn't have anything over me on computer. Like, I could do computers without a problem. I know all of that stuff. But when it came to the phone, the phone for me, the cell phone was very, very basic. Like, I didn't use it for anything else. I actually kept the phone. A lot of times you would find it. I would lose it for the whole week. And I would find my phone in my car or I'd find it in a drawer or something or in the couch, and I would find it there because I never used it, I used my office phone. Then when I, got on the, on the, when I got on the road, I would pull it out, charge it up, make sure it's good, make sure the bill's paid, and I would take it with me and I had that communication so I could call the promoters when I got there instead of having to hit the, 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 the um, pay phones, which I used to have to do and that sucked. So, but anyway, we'll be forced to, everybody's gonna be forced, to, there's no getting around this, so. Learn it now. Then there's so many ways of learning, and it's for free. You can learn it. Just, just get into it. So anyway, all right, guys. Listen, I'm gonna shut down. Appreciate you tuning in. As always, uh, beautiful night. I'm outside. A little cloudy. I can see the moon, but it's kind of got. I can tell a little blurry, which means there's clouds in front of it. A couple little stars. It's cool. It's been cool all day. Perfect, perfect weather. Really. Oh, by the way, I ordered a chainsaw. I never owned one before. I never even used one. Uh, so I have one coming Sunday so I can finish up some of these trees that I'm working on. I have some other trees I'm just going to, I'm just taking down, man, <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, all right, guys, I just wanted to uh, reach out real quick, tell you thank you. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.